The following podcast is a member of the Pokecasters Network. Pokecasters Network, supporting Pokemon content creators, their shows, and the community of Pokemon fans. To find out more, check out pokecastersnetwork.com or find us on Twitter and Facebook. While I while I finish setting up, uh, do you want to explain to me this whole Susie is Mew concept that you came to be you seem to be spreading like throughout the entire <laughs> universe? Well, see, here's the thing: I didn't say Susie was Mew. I just said that Susie was a legendary. Because like well, then she... who turned it into Susie is Mew? I don't know. You might have actually. I feel like I didn't. I someone else did. I just said Susie was a legendary. To which someone else said, like, yeah, but the only legendary oh, that I, has, I, like, transform like, transformability. That's what it yeah. is. Okay. Uh, so it had to be Mew, because Susie's obviously a legendary, duh. <laughs> she knows all the things. See, it's weird right now, because uh, as of right now, this recording, we are finished with Arc 3, recording-wise. Mm-hmm. So there are so many things that happen that I'm literally just like, I can't, I can't say anything. <laughs> I don't know anything. I, I am mean, here... And just like chill. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Not a Scratch, the only podcast that believes that Scratch is an overpowered move. I am your host. Your PM, your DM, your GM, Anero himself, and with me here, currently turning into the Pixar lamp. <laughs> I'm Ginny. And I mean, th- this is coming from the guy who counts Wigglytuffs to fall asleep, so you know. Uh, that's also very true. Hey, Jenny, how are you doing today? I hope you are well. I'm pretty well. I'm excited to start. Yeah, uh, we've been planning this either for two days or three years. I can't tell time anymore, but somewhere in that vicinity. Time is fake. Time isn't real. Time is a construct of our imagination. Especially now. Because who is to determine that an hour is an hour? A day is a day. A week is a week. Anyway, regardless of all that. Um, Now, for people at home, you may realize that this is not Muhammad or Mansoor. This is a special episode. This is one of the four special episodes that we are doing with four lucky winners of our ARC 2 giveaway, where we gave away the opportunity to have a special episode. Originally, it was going to be uh, one GM and four players, Uh, but then time zones existed. Mm -hmm. And so as a result, it has turned into four different one-on-one sessions. Now, what's happening in them? I don't know. I should. But I don't. Uh, I have an idea, and Ginny uh, has a sort of idea of where that idea is going. But as of right now, all we have discussed so far is the character and how nuts they are, because they are a wild character. Speaking of, would you like to explain to the crowd, uh, the millions and millions of adoring fans watching us right now, uh, who is your character? I play an Aurora's named Sparkle, and Sparkle is... um, She really likes to be on stage. And she is going to be a singer and an actor and a dancer. And she's going to be in a musical. There's only really one drawback. Or two, actually. One, she's incredibly clumsy and breaks things kind of a lot, maybe. She doesn't mean to, but she does. Um, And two, when she evolved into an Aurora's, that cute little Amora voice sort of became a lot heavier and a lot bigger. 
And now people seem to not like it anymore when she sings. It's all very sad. It's a tragedy. It is. So, you know, she likes to be on stage. Guess I need to get into the character. <laughs> Sweet. Um, so if you want to describe Aurora's character sheet, I suppose, like what are the highlights, what are the downsides? Uh, is there anything that particularly strikes out to you as really interesting about Aurora's? So I mostly I mostly pick my moves based on what could you use on stage, which means that she has mist because sometimes you just need a fog machine built in, and round, which used to be a lovely little singing voice, but now it's not anymore. Um, and uh, she is very tough because she's a strong, strong girl uh, and very cute to be on the stage, but she's not very cool or very smart. And yeah, she has a one in beauty, so you know. Um, and other than that, yeah. Fun character. <laughs> uh, <laughs> We're gonna have fun with this. It's gonna it's be a chaotic, chaotic as heck. Yeah. Uh, so, I, I'm trying to think if there's anything else that we need to disclose. Um, oh, uh, all of this is canon, or about as canon as everything else. It is taking place around the same time as the early parts of Arc 3, in case you're wondering, because I'm not 100% sure when this episode goes up. So if you want to put this in the time frame, it is the early parts of Arc 3, basically. If you're watching Arc 3, you'll understand what this means. But uh, so while what, what you're Tyler saying Ralph, is that if I end up completely, like, accidentally destroying the town that's gonna be a thing if you completely destroy a town uh during our next recording session we will mention something about a town being demolished by some random dinosaur looking thing <laughs> that sounds like a challenge uh feel free to take it as you wish uh <laughs> I, everything is improv and everything is canon as long as i am the dm so that that's basically Ooh. how you determine if it's canon or not except i wrote it and by i i mean I was there when it was said. <laughs> it's going to be fun. Cool. Yeah, this is going to be exciting. Uh, without further ado, we shall dive on in. Welcome to the dive, Jenny. Splash! In the splash, we see ourselves in a completely different area. Uh, I can say this with safety. We have not explored this area of the map at all. We are currently in the Fluvius state, which is basically, you know where Ralph and Kyle normally live? It's not there. It's on the complete opposite side of the continent. Ooh. But we are there, or the country, I guess. I don't know. The Empire. I don't know what the hell this region <laughs> is. The region. Yeah, that's what it is. The Empire Strikes Back. Yes. Uh, so, in the Fluvius region, there is a basically the biggest river. There's a huge river on the southern side of the Fluvius region. And this city that we are in, Carpton, is basically on the edge of where the river splits. So a lot of shipping, a lot of fishing, a lot of river-related activities, and the town is huge. To put it in perspective, it's like, how would I say it? It's almost like London size. Oh. Scaled down to a Pokemon version. But it is a London Oof. or a New York City. Or a so like Paris. the the main town in the Unova region, basically. Basically, like that, yeah. Uh, it is definitely big in the Alcast region. It's the biggest town, probably on this side of the region. I don't know that, but it's it's probably the biggest one because it's so close to the rivers, very close to the ocean, um, and the rivers go deep in, into the region itself. So a lot of opportunities for sales and stuff like that. Anyway, as a result, 
because of all of this, they have experienced the Enlightenment period that everyone experienced in the 1700s and stuff like that. So, a lot of cool activities, a lot of cool peoples, a lot of cool characters. Speaking of cool characters, we see our friend Sparkle. Now, we're going to build this ourselves because uh, this entire city was built, oh, about 14 minutes and 8 seconds ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, uh, it was what... a water city. Yes. That so, um, in this city, where do you think Aurorus would be right now? I'm going to say the time is around late afternoon. All right. So, um, I don't know if you've ever been to London or any places like that, but uh, you can actually, there's a sp specific square where there's people hawking the uh, leftover tickets for musicals and stuff for cheaper. Mm -hmm. And I think that Sparkle is over there trying very, very hard to get tickets for a musical. But okay. she's not very rich, so you know. Um, so why don't we... Ooh, let's do our first roll. Now the question mm -hmm. is, what would fit trying to find tickets for cheap? <laughs> I uh, mean, it's probably either like perception or charm, right? Sure, yeah. Uh, I think yeah, I think this is more of a you trying to use your like charisma to persuade people like, oh, could you please give me your ticket for significantly less than you paid for it? Question mark. <laughs> uh, so go ahead and roll cute. Now in the Ooh. system, it's a d20 plus the modifier. So uh, go ahead and do that. Oh, nice. That's an 18 plus three for 21. A 21. Okay. Yeah. Already the story is completely different than I expected it to be. <laughs> so so uh, same. in the system, uh, the way that it is uh, as of this iteration, uh, if it's a single digit number, it's a fail. If it's 10 to 14, it's a mixed. If it's 15 and higher, it's a success, full success. Uh, so with a 21, uh, people are giving you tickets for free. I think, <laughs> I think that makes sense. So you just happen to find a person that's just like, um, all right, let's think. Uh, you find a, a bear tick. There we go. That's, that's another folk. You find a bear tick that's uh, complaining as they're walking around, walking down the street. Ugh, I'm not able to go to the show. I have to find somebody to get this ticket off my hands, Dad. Up in pops a, a sparkle, um, just like, um, sir, hi. sir, sir, hi, hi. Uh, I just, I couldn't help but over here, but um, did you just say you have a ticket left over? Uh, yeah, I do. Um, are you, are you interested in going? So she's at this point, literally, like, you have to imagine this huge dinosaur, because like Aurora's is, is like, um, what's American weights? Um, 469 LBS. Yeah. So it's like a nearly, it's like two and a half, three meters or around yep, eight foot, nine feet tall. Yeah. It's eight foot 10, eight foot 10 tall or 2.7 meters. I'm European for the people who don't know. <laughs> they use a regular system. Yeah. It just counts in tens and stuff. It's amazing. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, but yes. Yeah. So you have to imagine this huge, huge, huge dinosaur. And she's literally like jumping in the air and coming down and every I find it funny actually I just looked this up Beartick is like maybe an inch shorter than you so <laughs> wow, Beartick is one of the few bear. Pokemon that are looking at this like hey this isn't weird at all this is me yeah like yeah. that's the same height yeah uh, so we see Sparkle jumping around causing a, a, a barely registrable earthquake <laughs> exactly and uh, the Beartick goes okay uh, here you go Hope you enjoy the show. You mean it? You mean it? You mean it? Y yeah, sure. Uh, I, I can't do anything with it. And she lets out this really, really high sound that probably kind of hurts people's ears a little bit. 
you you hear you feel if not necessarily see uh, a bunch of Pokemon staring at you with like those glares like oh my gosh really sorry there's that one person in the back just like oh just shut up sorry no. I, uh, I, I, should, would I just up, realized though. I should have put Earthquake as one of those. <laughs> that would have been interesting, yeah. Can we? Can I get Earthquake somehow? Yep, I can. If, if, you, if you want to change that, we can. We haven't established yeah. your moveset yet. So changing ancient power, I guess. <laughs> I you know, I was joking about the city be... being destroyed. I, I, I did try to warn you. Oh, boy. All right. Um. Anyway. <laughs> oh, boy. Um... Uh, the bear tech goes, uh, I would hurry up, though. The uh, the show's going to start in about 20 minutes, and it's downtown, points in direction, insert here. It's downtown, so uh, I would get going quick. Thank you! And she just sort of takes it very carefully, takes the ticket up in her, ha in her mouth, like between your lips, because, you know, dinosaur doesn't really have hands. Um, yeah. And then with the ticket uh, in her mouth, she's like, Thank you, thank you, thank you! And she, and she starts running off towards the theater. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. Oh, nice kid. Okay, now what? Oh, wait, I should have charged her money! No! Okay, great. <laughs> her charisma was just so high. Oh, no. Okay. Such uh, a cute little kitty. <laughs> so, uh, we see you rushing downtown. Um, go ahead and roll athletic. Yeah, strength. So that's tough. I also love that she like literally doesn't know what show uh, what show she's going for. It's a show. Let's go. It, it doesn't matter. Uh, so that's a four plus three for a set for a seven. Okay. So uh, you start rushing downtown, only to realize, well, wait a minute, I don't know where I'm going. And also, she has the ticket in her mouth. So you're not able to see it either. <laughs> so I think eventually she just realizes this sort of stands, stands up straight and people just bump into her from behind and then like, <laughs> and she very carefully puts the ticket on the ground stares at it try, uh, looking for what the text says before trying to pick it back up again alright so you're able to find the actual address uh, unfortunately my uh, city making skills only go so far as the actual city itself therefore the road uh, it's on 32nd street there you go yep Let's go with that one. Rather than actually naming roads, let's just go with that. So, uh, you now now that you know the address, you start chucking it yourself that way. Just uh, so as you continue to rush over to Thirty Second Street, uh, let's actually think about this. What show would you be seeing? What type of show would a bear tick be interested in? Or this show happens to be uh, the more uh, of a pun it is on an actual play, probably the better. <laughs> Hmm. It could be Bunnel Tongue about a Bunnelbee, uh, about a Bunnelbee who who gets into uh, who raps about politics in the formula in the Bunnelton, your region. Oh my gosh, that's great, Bunnelton like Hamilton. Oh, that's wonderful. Yep. Oh man. All right, sweet. So you're going to Bunnelton now. I, I think when you read the ticket, you're like, oh, this is Bunnelton. This is this is the greatest show of all time because. Uh, Tickets have been sold out since next year, like all the way there. And you just happen to have one here, which mm -hmm. makes me wonder Amazing. how lucky this Aurora is. <laughs> so I think she literally at this point, probably she probably literally sparkles at this point. So clippity cloppity, clippity cloppity, clippity clop. You guys rush over to you guys, you, you rush. I'm so used to multiple people in these games. <laughs> like you, yeah, you guys just rush over. Oh, wait, no, it's just you. 
Uh, so you start rushing over to the theater where you see the long line for Bunnelton. Yeah, I think you can fit like several Ralphs and several Kyles in me. So, you know. <laughs> you guys, you, it's like the head, the tail, each foot. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so line there, it spans basically across the entire building. Um, I assume you walk into line at that point. Yeah. So and you like, flop yourself I into the line. Like, mm, sorry, sorry. And the <laughs> probably like the the lanyard that denote where the why uh, where the line is, is is just slightly too small for her. Because <laughs> you know, big dinosaur thing. Yeah. <laughs> so like she sort of bumps into something, someone tries to turn around to say sorry, takes down someone else, and then the the like the little lines and stuff. Oh sorry. man, this is such a clumsy character. <laughs> No. <laughs> but you get into line and uh, the show is entering in, so people start walking in, uh, including the Wonder Aurorus. Uh, luckily, the doors are tall enough that you can fit in easily. They look like they could fit something that's 20, 30 feet high, like Gyarados height or something. So for you, it's not too much of an issue. Uh, you also, because it's a Beartick seat, actually get Beartick worthy room, which is nice. Because oh my god, Aurora's that's for, that for her. Probably, like she's she was looking for a ticket, any ticket. So I can imagine her usually just sort of slipping in, trying to like nestle herself into like I don't know, uh, like tiny Pokemon-sized things, and just yeah, you get trying to find a seat that fits like a Cherubi or something. Yeah, exactly. So your seat actually has like 10, 11 feet worth of room, like enough for you to sit down and be comfortable. However, Aurora's would sit down. Um, and uh, it's all cool and dandy and uh, you sit down I don't know if you're buying snacks or anything is that an Aurora's thing? It says I, don't know. I don't know if I have money to buy snacks probably. that's also true, yes uh, so you kind of just sit down, plop get ready to watch the show and uh, the show begins and it is a fantastic I don't even know how long I'm uh, it's pretty long Let me just. 2 hours 40 minutes I think exactly. according to the Disney Plus version. I don't know if that's the actual version, but I, th I think so I get glared at a lot for just not being able to keep myself from singing along. <laughs> There's just random moments. I am not gonna go, but I'm not I gonna throw not away, my, away shot. my shot. And, oh, sorry, sorry. Ah. Uh, and you just have all those wonderful scenes. Uh, I'm gonna be honest. I have not seen Hamilton yet, so uh, this is all based oh, off like listening so to the good. soundtrack. Uh, but you you get all of those cool actiony moments and the rap battles and. Washington spitting bars and all that fun stuff. Um, or I and guess not Washington. Bumblebee uh, is like the star of the show. Yeah, so Bumblebee plays the uh, the main the role of Hamilton. Yes. Bumbleton. Of Bumbleton, the age-old Bumblebee, way back when uh, the Fluvius region was in discussions with the others about whether or not to uh, to join or strike away or some. There's some debate way back when that we'll get into maybe if we start doing a history class. <laughs> uh, but fantastic show two hours 40 minutes later everything seems cool and dandy and people are starting to leave are you leaving i i think i'm gonna go around to the back and try and like see one of the actors okay uh so you try to sneak around to the back i assume i mean yeah you like the, you get like the alleys and then and then you go to where the back entrance is trying to this like trying to get with the actors basically Sure. So, okay, if, if we're trying to do this, this is obviously not exactly the uh, the correct thing to do. Uh, so I assume you're trying to sneak around a little bit. So as I a result, I just want to get an autograph. I just saw Bumbleton and it was amazing. And I just need to meet this amazing actor. And, and like, oh my God, they're so good. 
<laughs> um, go ahead and roll a cool roll for stealth purposes. Oh this yeah, I'm fun, so good I at this. your cool is uh, not exactly the oh, best. Oh, I, I apparently am. That's an 18 plus zero. Okay. Uh, so somehow, despite being 12 foot 12 or whatever, um, you're <laughs> able to you're able to sneak around into the back. I pretend to be one of the actors. Are you able you know, to act as well? I walk the walk and talk the talk. I I want to be a musical actress. Are you? So is this uh, actually successful? Because you have been semi-successful in the past. Yeah. Well. I mean, I don't think they buy that I'm one of the actors necessarily, but maybe a stagehand or something. Gotcha, okay. So uh, they just kind of look at you like, uh, yeah, her tail could probably open and close the curtains. That's probably what she does. <laughs> and, uh, I can also do mist. I can, I can, <laughs> I can make a fog. I am the, I am the fog machine. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so uh, I, nobody, I everyone kind of looks to you and it's just like, uh, oh, maybe this is the new person or maybe they, they call an extra person to come in for whatever reason. Anyway, nobody seems to mind you any business. Uh, so you're able to get through the stage back to where all the actors are. Uh, while you are here, you hear a conversation. Now, are you just going to barge into the conversation or are you going to try to stay behind? I mean, I'm, I'm definitely sort of listening in, probably not very surreptitiously. Okay. Uh, so I will say this. Uh, you notice that the conversation consists of the director and a few of the higher actors. Ah. So, uh, I'm with not that being said, because you're able to see in, that. Unless it's, Bun unless it's the Bunnelby playing Bunnelton, um, which is uh, Lynn Bunuel Miranda. <laughs> and uh, if he's there, I'm, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna not be able to contain myself and just have to ha ask for an autograph. Uh, let me... I'm gonna. This is sort of a luck roll that I'm doing, but I'm gonna see if uh, Bunnelton is there. Uh, mm -hmm. I have Lynn Bunnell as the name written. <laughs> so uh, good news, I guess, for your stealth perspective. Uh, they are not there. However, the director of the show is there. Who would be directing? What type of Pokemon would you be directing if played? Hmm. Like I'm imagining almost. I'm. It might just be because we had a bear tick earlier, but I'm imagining like a bear of a guy. Basically, because like directors are often these like big furry guys. I don't know. It might sure. rain anyway. That's sure. So what type of uh, no? no I, I think it works. Uh, so what type of Pokemon would that be? So would like uh, Ursa Ring maybe? I don't know. Yeah, Ursa Ring works. So Alex Ursa uh, Ursa Moir, apparently. Alex Ursa. Because I just looked it up, and Hamilton's director is Alex Lacamoir. So you know. Apparently, this entire episode is going to be just a Hamilton ripoff. Uh, we apologize. Uh, we're doing this out of love. <laughs> yep. Except that I don't actually like know most of these things. I'm making them up as we go. Well, this is the one I looked up anyway. <laughs> it's a really good musical. Yeah, it's, it's absolutely a very good musical. Um, I need there. Great. So uh, at this at this specific meeting, you see uh, the director, who is an Ursa Ring, Alex Ursamoir. Uh, you see the person who played King George, which is a Gorgeist, and you see the character that played Washington, which is a Magneton. Uh, if you have names for them, that'd be great. Uh, but otherwise, we can just leave them out. I mean, I'm, I could look up what the actors are called. Um, we'll be back. Um, I don't know. Let's go. With, uh, Magne uh, the Washington was a Magneton, right? Correct. I mean, Washington, Magneton, Magneton, I guess? I know. Uh, what's um, his what's his actual actor called? Uh, there's a few different ones. I think the main one is Christopher Jackson. Christopher Jackson. Christopher Maxson? 
Maxon? Hmm. For Magneton. Magneton thingy. I have Maxon. Yes. Work with that. Sure. Uh, and then the character that's King George is a Gorgeist. Oh, fair. Mm, I am sorry for all the typing images. No, it's not. Jonathan Groff, obviously. Yeah. Um, Jonathan Gore? Gore. Okay. I should maybe take notes of this, but you know. It's it's fine. It's remember this is all improv. Forget it. Whatever. Uh, so uh, currently, the conversation right now is in the back. Is Maxon the Magneton, who was Washington. Alex Ursumoir, the Ursa Ring director, and Jay Gorg, the Gorgeist, who played King George. They are having a heated conversation. Uh, would you like to overhear their conversation or yes. just walk past them? Oh no, I'm 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 sort of like trying to be trying to look like I'm be busy doing stage handy things, except that I don't have hands, so it's kind of like just sort of nudging things here and there. I maybe. feel like you could use your tail. Oh yes, that's that's fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, go ahead and roll, I guess this would be a perception, to overhear conversation. Oh, that's so not that's... gonna work. That's a three plus one. Ooh, okay. Four so, four. so, uh, you try to overhear the conversation, but you are too far away right now with whatever task you're doing. You can tell the conversation is heated, and, uh, from your perspective, at least, you can tell that the director is very worried. But outside of that, that's all you get. Ooh. Unless you want to move closer. <laughs> Moving closer. Okay, uh, so as you move closer, uh, I don't think at this point they would notice anything, so they just continue to have their conversation. You hear bits and pieces. I don't understand. Is uh, well, I think we'll go. I don't understand. Are they sick or something? Oh, uh, I'm not, not sure. I mean, they just haven't shown up. Well, how are we supposed to do tomorrow's show if we don't have the opportunity to have the character? Uh, well, I don't know. We need we need another actor, but we don't we don't have another actor. I mean. I think at this point, trying to overhear what they're saying and just being very curious, she's just sort of shuffled up until she's standing behind, pretty much behind the director and her tail is like wagging uh, like nothing else. And sort of she bends her head to go like, you know how a hanging microphone goes between some people? Yes, yeah. Kind of like that. <laughs> like, okay. Um, I'm going to roll on my end to see if they notice. <laughs> Because you're not exactly being stealthy at this point, but no, <laughs> they also are in a very engaging conversation. Oh, they notice, all right. Okay, so, <laughs> uh, so it's basically like I mean, that. It's kind of hard to miss, to be fair. Yeah. Uh, so as as they're having this conversation, they kind of it, it's almost like a the mic man in a film just drops their mic accidentally and just plops down real quick before popping back up. So uh, as they're having this conversation, but where are we gonna find another boing? Uh, Sorry. Um, hello. Hi! I'm, I just gotta say, I'm a really, really big fan. I know all your songs and I wasn't supposed to sing them, but 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 I can. And it was such a good show. You guys are amazing. I've been wanting to see this show for ages and 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 ages. And 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 your guys are so good. Uh, thank you. No, thank you. Have you been working here long? Ah. Yes. Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> I actually just rolled to see if they would actually believe it. I got a nap one, so they believe you are. <laughs> oh, wonderful. Um, she's giving them one. You know that grin when you're trying very hard to convince the, someone that you're not lying, but uh, you're totally uh, yes. lying. <laughs> yes. Like the grin um, is like. Mm? Uh, yeah. A a anyway, uh, do you think we should hold 
tryouts real quick. It's not a very large part. They're they're back in their conversation. You, um, you... well, I I suppose. I mean, it's not yeah, it's not a very large part. It's just a couple of lines. But where are we gonna find sick? another? Uh, yeah. Uh, one of our one of our actors tomorrow is a little sick. It's not a very big role, but uh, oh, no. kind of important to the the actual storyline because it sort of jump starts the quest and everything. You know, a lot of things like that. Um. I need. Ooh, I got it. Okay. Yeah, it's a, it's uh it's it's the play for King's Quest Three, the it's a, a th the third one in a series of, uh, of stories and stuff like that about the King's Quest. Uh, the oh, role isn't exactly. I watched big. King's Quest Two and One so many times. You did. Like, somehow, lots of people had tickets for it, so I just went like, well, I went fifty-eight times to one, and then. And then 32 times to two, but two hasn't been out that long, so it's it's fine, you know? That's that's kind of the same thing, if you think about it. Interesting. So you know King's Quest 1 and 2 and their story and everything. Fascinating. <laughs> so, so you know how uh, there's the king and queen have a son and a daughter, right? <laughs> yes, so the son is kidnapped and he goes on the journey, and the daughter is the princess, they stay there and all that sort of mumbo-jumbo. The idea of King's <laughs> Quest 3 is the journey of the son coming back uh, basically escaping the wizard that he's trapped under and the daughter is the character that we're missing. It's not a very large line. It's a couple lines here and there but uh, it's incredibly important at the end of the show because it's really jump-starting uh, what King's Quest 4 will eventually be and a number of other factors like that. So uh, would you be interested since you know the lore to try out? Yes! Yes! Great! I think you have the, the sort of character already. You seem uh, like a powerful person. The princess is definitely a powerful person. <laughs> and I start, like, I try very hard to keep my composure because these are important people and they're potentially offering me, like, well, a chance. A chance to get on stage. I don't know if I get paid for it. I probably don't. That doesn't matter. I'm just, I'm gonna be on a stage and I'm gonna be a professional and I'm gonna be good. And this is gonna be fine. And I'm just so, sort of like biggest grin ever on my face and big eyes sparkling and just sort of Yes. Great. Um the lines are very important. You'll probably have them memorized in 30 seconds or something, but we do want to send out a tryout. So tomorrow morning, come back here and we'll try you out with the other people we think we could be good for the position. Is that alright with you? Yes, 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 yes. I I will totally be there, sir. I'm this is gonna be great. I I have stage experience. It's gonna be great, and and like, this is amazing. Absolutely. So, uh, tomorrow, nine o'clock in the morning. Don't be late, cause we'll start at nine immediately. Okay. Okay. Yes, I can do this. I can do this. Great. Um, thank you very much. Uh, I'm sorry. What was your name? I, I didn't catch it before. I'm I'm Sparkle. Sparkle. Okay. Uh, Alex Usumwah at your service. Uh. Did you know uh, Maxon over there, who seems to be leaving already? Maxon, Maxon, you have to run through your lines. What's okay. anyway? That 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 was Maxon. Uh, this is uh, Jay Gorg. You know him, King George. Uh, mm -hmm. All that stuff. Um, can I? There's a bunch of people sir? that are all over the place. Uh, if you want to introduce yourself, you can. Most of them probably aren't acting in tomorrow's play, but introduce yourself all the same. Again, nine o'clock here. Uh, I do have to go through and make sure that nobody else is sick. So if you have any questions, go ahead and ask. Otherwise, I will head out. Can I? Can I? Can I get an autograph? Uh, I, I don't need to be weird, but you're like, you're amazing. Sure, I guess. Uh, do you have anything I can... I, I hold uh, out my front leg 
um, which is kind of wobbly because, you know, I'm just standing there on three legs now. Yeah. <laughs> and I sort of magically, I think, a pen appears and I, I give it to him with my tail, which makes me even more wobbly, but it's fine. Uh, okay, am I, am I, am I sliding your leg? Mm-hmm. Are you sure about this? Yes. Uh, oh, okay, you say so. Signs the leg. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And I sort of like hop, bounce off, like, and every time, <laughs> I am never going to wash my my leg again. I'm never going to wash my leg again. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! I I I would recommend washing the leg. Um, just you know, cleanliness and all that. Also, uh, if you, unless you have any other questions, I do have to go make sure that everyone else isn't sick. Yes, yes, of course, of course. Total sense. You're a busy man. I'm so sorry for interrupting you. I will see you at night tomorrow morning. Great. Uh, good night. Goodbye. Uh, Bye. Au and uh, the director and the Gorgeist go walk off into a little corner. Uh, you have a job opportunity. Maybe. Mm-hmm. This is so, amazing. This is the best night ever. So I'm guessing the time right now, uh, I don't know if I put a time in the afternoon, but I'm going to say it's like evening-ish. Mm-hmm. Any other uh, plans tonight, or? No, I think she goes like back home and starts just frantically going through any anything she might find on the plays, on the actors in the plays, on like anything she can find, any reviews she can find on the new play, anything. Sure. So, uh, question: Do you live with your family alone? Uh, with uh- She's pretty, young. she's pretty young and she's an, inspi- ins- uh, she's an aspiring actress. So I think she probably lives with her parents. Okay. Are they both Aurora's, Aurora's, Aurora, whatever, as well? Or are they other parents as well? I, Another... I mean, I think they're Aurora's. Okay. Yeah. Each of them isn't Aurora's. Let's say yes. <laughs> that. Uh, so as you enter, as you enter the house, uh, basically almost running through the door uh i feel like almost. you're almost your doors have been fortified let's go with that fair um so as, as you do this your dad pops his head out of the closest room i don't know maybe the uh the dining room i guess i'll say we'll say that's closest to the door pops his head out of the dining room and it's just like oh hello sparkle <laughs> Honey, did we fix the door? That, that was Sparkle. Yes. <laughs> Dad! You... Yes. Okay, uh, would you like to try that again this time with actual Pokemon talk? Play! Sick! Someone sick! Auditions! Nine! Autograph! You see, it's slowly like like you could see your dad like, literally taking the puzzle pieces in his head and trying to put them together. <laughs> it's like, okay, okay. Oh, you have a you have an audition tomorrow. Interesting. That's... Not, not, cool. not, 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 not. <laughs> uh huh. Wow. Well, I, I wish you all the luck. Um, is is the play? Is it a big play? A small play? Uh, are you helping out with the background or? super duper duper big and i'm gonna be a princess and it's gonna be awesome and and like mama you're gonna come watch right when i when i'm in a play well i'm i don't know if i'm gonna be in a play but i'm i might be and if i am you're gonna come watch right 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 absolutely don't worry about that we'll be 
We'll be we'll be going as soon as you tell us that you got it. We're straight there. We're, we'll be we'll be standing in line at that moment. I'm gonna tell mom. I'm gonna tell mom. I'm gonna tell mom. Clop 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 clop. Walks to kitchen. Jump yes, jump jump. <laughs> mama 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 mama. And I think the conversation is pretty much the same. It's the exact same there. thing. Yes. Wow, fascinating. Okay, cool. Yeah, great. We'll be there. Okay, cool. Bye. <laughs> yes. Um, I think like this will probably also not be the first time Sparkle has been excited, and she's been equally excited about playing like a tree in the background of a school yes. play as she is about this. So you know. Uh, yeah. So I think uh, after this engaging conversation, um, <laughs> is there is there anything else you're planning on doing tonight, or just wake up tomorrow morning and head on out? Yeah, trying to research as much as I can on this like play, trying to like. I, I've been to it so many times, but yet I'm I'm trying to find all the reviews and like I think I forced my dad to let me buy a newspaper to buy like go out and buy all the newspapers so that I can see if any of them have reviews of the show and stuff like that. Right, right. Um, cool. Okay. With that in mind, is I think that's everything. Just mm -hmm. constant studying about what the play is and how it works and what my role is and stuff like that. Yeah, in between, just trying to like try like trying to be excited without destroying the house which is sure <laughs> only semi successful probably <laughs> uh all right sweet so you go ahead and do that and i think at that point you come back you've practiced you you figure out the gist of your role and how it plays into this particular play and everything like that so uh without yeah i think you go to bed wake up the next morning at what time would you be waking up if the thing starts at uh, 9 5 five <laughs> i mean sure, that's that's yeah. if she got any sleep at all but i think she got some sleep but not a lot sure so you wake up at five i guess and just like walking around pacing like okay stay calm stay calm stay calm stay calm this is a place doing all the like vocal exercises vocal exercises for a speaking role in play oh yeah absolutely it doesn't matter what so. if they asked me to sing Mm -hmm. but does like warming up a <laughs> yes does warming ex warming up exercises for maybe if they ask her to dance or like yeah can't be too oh my gosh and right. aurora's dancing would be the funniest thing <laughs> <laughs> i mean she tries okay look i'm just picturing the aurora's doing like um the macarena or something like that <laughs> <laughs> like standing on her back leg back legs yeah, trying to balance <laughs> oh man anyway uh but the the time eventually comes and you the time eventually comes and you end up heading off to the audition location which is the theater so unless there's anything you're planning anything else you're planning on doing that morning we will pop into the theater theater time so, i'm probably there that, like way too early by the way sure so it's like <laughs> 7 30 when you walk in um <laughs> at night nine, nine o'clock eventually comes around and you saw like a couple minutes before some of the other actors that you remember reading from the previous day were part of the play, so they're probably part of the audition process as well. Um, you see the director, you see a few other actors, um, not necessarily people that you know, but people you recognize, if that makes any sense. Mm -hmm. And then uh, a few other people that are just standing around, you would presume that they are other people that are trying out for the specific role that you're uh, at nine o'clock, the doors open, and all of you rush in to uh, begin the audition process. I mean, Sparkle probably accidentally bumps into a couple of people. She doesn't mean <laughs> sure. to mind. 
She's not actually trying to sabotage them. It's purely by accident. But, you know, not all of them might take it that way. Sure. So, um, yes, so you uh, walk on in, and you see that the dust has cleared, I suppose, from not only you, but everybody else walking in. And looking around you, you see three other Pokemon, presumably the ones that are trying out for this role as well. You see a Spoink, you see a Floet, and you see a Coughing. And all three of these wonderful ladies are competing against you to get this role as the princess. King's Quest 3, the third of the King's Quest musical, no, not musical, the King's Quest plays. Ooh, what if there's also like a certain Dratini? You know what? That's not a bad idea. Uh, not in the audition process, but there is a certain Dratini that is on stage with them. Ooh. With the, uh, with the actual actors and stuff like that. Who is this Dratini? I don't know. Anyway. Ah, they might <laughs> uh, be famous. <laughs> they may be famous. They may not be famous. Who knows? Um... Ralph does. Anyway, <laughs> there's, a, there's quite a few people that probably know. Anyway, <laughs> uh, so the director comes up, uh, like stands in front, I guess, like walks ahead in the state. You get with him. Anyway, um, and goes, uh, okay, ladies, um, we are going to be trying out for the role of the princess in King's Quest Three. Now, uh, the role is not a very large role, but it is important for you to... Uh, embody the characteristics of the princess because if this is successful and we end up doing king's quest 4 the princess is the main character of that play so it's incredibly important that we find a character that can stay consistent throughout the entire series as opposed to one or the other and switching on actors it becomes a big problematic situation uh, for for the viewers and for us to manage that so long story short if you do well at this you do well you're, you're in the next play and then there's a few other plays afterwards assuming we get that far in the series that would be incredibly important for the princess anyway regardless of all that um here we are so we are going to do something that is rather interesting we are going to go and do a contest uh question would sparkle know what a contest is i mean she's a Utter theater nerd, a theater nerd, so I'm assuming so. Okay, so, um, yes, okay. So, uh, in the, make sure, there we go, okay. So in the, there's, there's a couple of Pokemon that are on stage and uh, out there that are watching that are kind of confused. Like, what a contest? I, I think I know what that is, but what is that? Well, let me explain to you. So, a contest is, uh, it consists of, three major parts. There is the appearance, there is the ability to move and act on on cue, and then there is the moves. Now, all three of these combine to really show what type of character you are, and we're looking for somebody that can embody the princess. A smart, hard-working, focused individual that eventually <laughs> in the next play will be able to take matters into her own hands as she tries to save the kingdom. <laughs> Smart and focused, the embodiment <laughs> of Sparkle. <laughs> this is going to be great. So, uh, first things first, we are going to do a a, a physical appearance type of thing. Now, uh, this is not uh, going to be anything weird or anything like that. What we want to see is you physically show that you embody what a princess is. So, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to give you each half an hour and as your own separate room. You're going to go in there and create a costume for yourself that embodies a princess. Now, 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 you could go and just put on 
a standard dress with glass slippers and all that sort of thing, that's fine. But no, no, no. We want to embody the King's Quest princess. This is a hard worker. This isn't somebody locked into a castle the entire day. This isn't somebody looking for a prince. This is somebody going out there and doing their job for the kingdom. We're looking for somebody like that. So, half an hour, your job begins now. Brush off to wherever it's indicated. Sure, so... Uh, is is anywhere into... indicated uh, yet? Because otherwise she'd just be rushing off in a certain direction, yeah. realize that there's nothing there, look around wildly, see the guy pointing somewhere else, and then... <laughs> so, uh, there are four specific dr dressing rooms for each of the four audition people. They've just kind of cleared them out. Uh, so you are in dressing room number four. Okay. So you uh, head on into dressing room number four. Now, uh, we are going to split this into... I need to think of a way to rollify this, but for... Um, I guess for the contest perspective, we're going to split this into like head, body, feet. <laughs> okay. What would embody a princess head-wise, body-wise, feet-wise? And then we'll do different roles afterwards. All right. So she's absolutely going to like um may use uh her aurora beam and try to do it very softly to create eyes and then maybe make like a very sparkly crown out of the eyes for head okay okay We're, let's we'll we'll build the character first and then we'll do the roles afterwards so the idea is like a crown for the head mm -hmm. um and then it was also she was also told that it was very serious so she also wants a pair of glasses because okay. Sirius equals glasses. That's how this works. Uh, I, as a as a person that wears glasses, I agree. So <laughs> same. <laughs> and we're obviously the most serious people ever in the room. Uh, yes, absolutely. This is how this works. <laughs> yep. So cool. so the crown yes. and the glasses. Clown gra uh, crown <laughs> clown glasses. Mm -hmm. Crown glasses and i think a cape because she's independent and she's gonna make her own way next place so a cape should already kind of denote that because superheroes wear capes okay um and and the princess is obviously going to be super awesome next place so you know it, it gives just a hint at what's coming also by the way spark was super excited to have spoilers for next play <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 just guys like, look i get to know what happens exactly like even like even if she doesn't get this role, she knows what's gonna happen in the next play. That's, That's like true. insider information. <laughs> um and so yes, a cape, but then also uh hmm, she can't really like oh she'll carry a scepter in her tail. Okay. Cause like royalty, so like a scepter and, and she and the princess is busy ruling the kingdom. So to sparkle, that means that she gets to have a scepter, but she doesn't really have hands, so you know, tail. Um, and then sparkly nail polish on her nails because, you know. Because why not? Yeah, because the princess is also probably beautiful and like poised and classy and nothing says classy like sparkly nail polish, right? Absolutely. I agree. As, as a person who doesn't wear nail polish, I know this perfectly. Yes, this is how it works. Let me tell you. <laughs> Preferably rainbow and sparkles. Okay, this cool. So, uh, is that is that the entire outfit then? I think so. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so you are good. I think uh, I I don't think I mentioned this initially, but uh, wait in your rooms for the half an hour, and we'll bring you out uh, to you know present in front of everybody. 
So the half an hour goes by, you get your outfit ready, and uh, they take you backstage. You're not able to see anybody else but yourself. I'm trying to hold my head very still because otherwise the crown falls off, probably. Okay. Uh, so we will start off with dressing room number one. So that is Spoink. So Spoink, uh, you see the curtain open in front of Spoink and you can see Spoink's outfit. Spoink has gone very traditional. Uh, so has has the crown, has the dress, has the, the basically the outfit like that. And Spoink looks very serious, like not budging, budging its face. It's just like, yes. Hello. It's it's Welcome. a pink dress, isn't That's, it? It is a pink dress. Does it clash horribly because Spoink is also like it's it's eh. it's eh. I don't know what it means to clash. I mean I do, but like I also don't know like what clashes and what doesn't, <laughs> so I'm just saying yes because I assume you know. Okay, great. <laughs> That's fine. Just say that uh, it clashes and everyone else can imagine what what it looks like when it clashes. Okay, so first of all, this dress is like terrible, okay? It's like it clashes so much with their pearl, which, by the way, you call that a pearl? I'm like, oh my god. Getting deep into <laughs> well, is my this, valley is this Is this just, like, does Sparkle hear the person in the room next to her say this? You, Yeah, the, 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 the Pokemon next to you is just like, ah, really? That's what you're going with? This is gonna be easy. I think it's kind of nice, you know? And she tries to be very soft, but it doesn't. <laughs> just, like, just like, very soft. I think it's very nice! Exactly. Um, the, the Pokemon next to you, you're not sure which one it is yet. Uh, just You can tell it turns to you and it's just like, whatever. Uh, curtain number one has completed the the princess look perspective, the visual aspect, I guess. Um, and the next character to go up is the Floette. So you can uh, deduce that the Pokemon next to you, that's like, whatever. That Pokemon is the coughing. Anyway, uh, Floette has gone... I guess the opposite of traditional. Um, Floette has very much taken a a sort of modern look to the princess outfit. I love uh, that because Floette is like the most traditionally princessy one. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so Floette has gone. I, I'm not exactly sure what I'm saying. I'm just using code words out here. Y'all can figure out what it looks like. Uh, first <laughs> one was traditional with a pink dress. This is modern princess, whatever that means. Um, I mean, if we look at at like. The princess. I, I'm from the Netherlands, so we actually have princesses, and they tend to look pretty traditional in general. But it's just like a, a neat, like a neat, um, like n what do you call that? Hi, uh, uh, language. Uh, you know, <laughs> one of those those suits, but with skirts. Sure, I, I I know what you mean. And they look very uppity and rich and and snooty, basically. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Okay. How dare um, I say that about my own royalty? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we have confirmed that Spoink is your th uh, 13th century pr uh, princess. Floette is Dutch, and uh, and uh, <laughs> the the coughing is about to go next. Now the coughing has gone business. If that means anything, like mm -hmm. full business attire. Coughing's personality is, or coughing's outfit suggests that the princess How of today it... is the 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 hardworking individual. I guess. How does that? Like, how do, does an outfit work on a coughing body, though? I'm very curious now, because it's just basically a ball. It's draped around. I don't know. <laughs> exactly. Like, well, they cannot. She can have like either a bow tie or uh, or a normal tie, I guess. So that would be a thing, and then have maybe the um, have maybe like the the shirt, like the top of the shirt, but then not the rest because the rest isn't there. Sure. Yeah. 
And oh, maybe like an earpiece, like one of those Bluetooth headset thingies. Yes. Um, yeah, so coughing is gone with the businesswoman as the modern day princess, uh, if that means anything. <laughs> and uh, finally, we have our wonderful Sparkle. Sparkle comes out with her. Uh, the it's first thing that came to my head like, was scientist princess, like because, solely because of the glasses. Yeah, but also like fairy tale sparkly princess, but also superhero cape. So the so the the superhero princess. So we have yes. traditional. Uh, I'm I'm gonna keep going. Traditional Dutch uh, businesswoman <laughs> and superhero as our four different styles of princessisms. Now I write down. How do I do that when I write on? That's a good question you may ask. Let's do it. toss it to you. Okay. I mean, you have a keyboard and a computer. I do, but also uh, my life is obsessive around sticky notes. Fair. So everything I do is around sticky notes. Like I have months worth of Ralph and Kyle battles on sticky <laughs> notes that are just floating yeah. around here. Yeah, see, I used to do that and then I got two cats. Uh, cats probably would not help. No. So I used to have like my whole desk full of sticky notes and do notes for my RP sessions on there as well. And then cats happens, <laughs> and now I don't use sticky notes anymore. Note to self, if I get a cat, no more sticky notes. I mean, the thing about sticky notes is that they don't really stick anymore once cats get involved. <laughs> At that point, they're just notes. Exactly, and notes that are messed up and all over the place. <laughs> um, so, what I will ask you to do Explain to me what attribute this epitomizes, and then roll that. So which one do you think this would best fit? Like, for I example, probably... I don't think this is tough. No, I think this is probably cute, because she like she has the sparkly nail polish and the sparkly crown, and like the glasses can be super cute as well. So I think this sure. is cute. Okay, uh, so go ahead and roll your cute, and then let me know what the results are. Right, right, that's a good stat for me. But that's a natural one. Ooh. Okay, how would you describe how this goes terribly wrong? So I think what happens is I already said that she was trying very hard to keep her head upright so that the crown wouldn't fall off. Fall off. So she walks onto the stage trying to be very stately and very calm and like for her, head to, for her, her crown not to fall off. And then somewhere in the distance, she hears music and she just can't help herself. So like... She just her like more and more her she's trying to do like her little catwalk very stately sort of regal thing, but she starts her head starts bobbing and then the crown falls off and she tries to catch it, but then she steps on top of her cake and the cake rips and like the crown falls off, but it falls right at one of the uh, one of the judges. And she's she and she like Sparkle rears up and she and she's like, sorry, 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 sorry! And but like she uh, she's kind of jumping while she does it, so the stage starts creeping, creaking dangerously as well. Oh boy! It wasn't that one. That wasn't that one. Yes. Uh, so that happens. Um, ooh, I think it. I think it makes perfect sense for this. Uh, so because of that one, you said the what was it? The crown fell. Mm-hmm. On top of one of the judges. Okay. Uh, specifically the Dratini judge. Oh no. <laughs> Am, now, I, uh, am I killing my namesake character here? Now, who is this Dratini uh, judge? It is uh, someone named Ginny. I don't know why mm -hmm. that's the name. Just a weird name. I don't yeah, know. strange. Um, but uh, one third of a singing trio that I can't remember the name of off the top of my head. But Did we one third ever... of a sing 
did I think like last episode you said that they never really got a name? Yeah, they might not have gotten a name. So uh, if you want to name them, now is your chance. Hmm. And she was one of them, right? So yeah, she's uh, one of the three. It's Dratini, a Jigglypuff, and a Vaporeon. Do you remember their names? What's the names from the Jigglypuff and the Vaporeon? Sure. Uh, so it's Kaylin for the Jigglypuff, and then Neri sounds like Mary for Vaporeon. So hmm. Do we have a Pokemon whose name is like a thing for like trouble adjacent? Trouble adjacent? Yeah. Uh, don't think so. Hmm. Confused at what you mean. Well, I was going for something trees, uh, trees trouble, or something in that sense, but then like make the trouble a Pokemon. But trees I guess coverage. we can just we go, go with like trees that? trouble. Trees trouble. Okay. So uh, since this is your character that we are ruining, uh, what do you, <laughs> what is your reaction to this? Move. I'm trying to remember what kind of like persona you gave them. Sure. So uh, my description for the voice that I have listed here is soft voice, quiet, and cat-like. Cat-like. Okay. Oh, right. Because I said they kind of were kind of cat-like. Yeah, I remember that. So I think that like for a moment, like the the crown falls, and for a moment there's this sort of deer in headlights, and then she just like. And she just sort of slides up and gets right in uh, in the face and and sort of um, and sort of gets really angry, and then she just from one moment to the next goes completely cold, turns her back, go, uh, walks away, and and uh, sort of waves her tail at the other judges. Get her out! Get her out of here! Ooh, interesting. Okay, uh, it's funny because I, I think I established Ginny as like the soft, like yeah, things are fine, things are cool. Okay. But apparently, uh, <laughs> I mean, we can go back. No, 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 no. This is fine. I, I feel like this was perfectly. Everything I mean, is I'm just, I'm just thinking about how my cats like, oh. react when they're angry, and what my cats do is like get really angry, throw a hissy fit, and it, and then turn our back and be like, "I'm not talking to you. You're, you're bad. I'm not." And then you have to sort of grovel with them to make it better. <laughs> so. Uh, that happened. Um, <laughs> it might have just been her public persona, like. Sure, that's just, that's like this this underside of like, look, if things don't go perfect, I get very frustrated, and this yes. is the thing that has not gone perfect. So therefore, I am frustrated. Like, yes. Okay, so uh, the judges look very. The other judges are like, um, thank you, Sparkle. I'm so sorry. I'm so next... sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so. Please don't make me leave. Please, please, please. I, please, I think it's I'm time for the next Ginny, time. I'm such a fan of yours, and I can't believe I did that. I'm so sorry. Please give me one next more you, chance. You can, you, despite not looking at it, you can feel the coughing next to you roll their eyes. It's that powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, the judges... And I, I'm giving Ginny the biggest, biggest puppy eyes and, like, rattling off, like, I'm such a fan. Your music is amazing. And I'm just rattling off songs and, and how they're amazing and stuff. Trying to sort of suck up and get back in our good graces. Sure, I guess you're trying to persuade her to, like, please don't kick me out. Mm-hmm. So go ahead and roll cute. That's a 17 plus 3. Okay. I uh, very cute case, normally. <laughs> Just not when I, I throw in that one. Uh, I think Ginny at this point is... Ginny, uh, I think Ginny appreciates the fact that you're actually listening to the music and sort of calms down, I guess. You have succeeded in persuading the cat not to hate you anymore. Yay. <laughs> that happens. 
Like I mentioned uh. very specific bits in the music where her voice really shone like, yes, and that sec second verse of this song, it was really good because you did like that soft, soft feeling with a thing with your voice and I can't even explain it, but it just made the whole song because then it rose up again. And but that only worked because you did that very soft, tender bit. And it was so amazing. Please don't hate me. I think because also you rolled a, a, a dirty 20, but still a 20. Uh, I think Jenny is probably just like, yeah, okay, fine. Don't do that again. I won't, I won't, I promise I won't. And that ends section number one. I think it went swimmingly. What do you think? It went amazing. <laughs> Sparkle uh, is not so convinced, but I think it went amazing. <laughs> uh, so the next section is the sort of, it's simulating the dance portion of the, the, the Gen 4 contests. Uh, not that though. <laughs> because you're going to play. So it's more of the, can you, how quickly can you act? So it's more of, I guess this is the closest thing to like improv of like, here, <laughs> here is a scene. I need you to make something up ASAP and then Fair. work with that. So here is what I am going to do. Uh, we're going to do, we isn't like, actually I should probably be in character for this. Ahem, <laughs> clears throat, uh, stalls to get the page up. Yes. So Alex Ersamoir, the director, the Ersaring, uh, stands up after everybody's done their visual perform performance and goes, uh, well done, all of you. Um, now, what we'd like to do is to test your ability to act, not just when there's a script, but when there isn't a script. So what we're going to do is we're going to do one scene with each combination of pairs. So you'll always be partnered with everybody else. And then we're basically just going to test whatever scene comes up. We have a random hat here that my friends have uh, generously donated their ideas. We'll pull something out of a hat, and whatever pair is on the on the stage that at that moment uh, will act out something regarding that scene. Uh, it doesn't even have to be related to it, as long as you can be inspired by it, and both of you need to be able to bounce off of each other. That's incredibly important. Even if there's a script, you still have to understand the emotions that other characters are having in order to truly be part of the scene. Because if you're part of the scene, then the audience becomes invested in the scene. Understand? I not, 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 not. This is Wait. absolutely not something drawn from improv, is it? Uh. <laughs> my, uh, oh gosh, three and a half years it would be? Three and a mm -hmm. half years of improv is finally coming out. Like, literally, I'm just pulling out, like, hey, I remember this lesson plan. Let's do this. <laughs> so, <laughs> exactly. So, what we're going to do, we're going to put you into pairs with each other. You'll always be partnered with somebody else. Yada, yada, yada. Uh, pop goes the weasel and all that stuff. Great. So, um, <laughs> with that said, I think we will act them out. Now, I am. This is what I'm going to do. I'm literally going to look up a random idea for your scenes. Uh, the other ones will just magically assume that they have random ideas as well, and I'll roll combinations. Um, but for you, I'm going to randomly generate an idea, and then based off of that, uh, set you up with one of the Pokemon, and you just tell me what type of scene those two would. Mm -hmm. So I am literally, <laughs> I'm literally typing in random idea generator. There is a site called randomideagenerator.com. Fantastic. Uh, because of course there is. It's the internet. Of course. So, uh, your first scene is going to be with Spoink. Okay. So uh, that's that's like the traditional princess. That was the traditional princess. Yes. So, based off of that, you can kind of get a gist of what type of character they are. They seem very traditional. I guess is the best way to explain. It. Um, so the idea here is a robot-operated app builder for students. <laughs> based off of that. All right. <laughs> make up a scene that Spoink and uh, Aurora's would do. So I think Aurora's just immediately goes to Robot um, and starts like moving really 
uh, really staccato is the best way I can say it, probably. And like does a roboty voice and goes like, Brent, spoink, I am here at your command. I will build an app for you. Okay. Um, so I need you to roll performance, which I believe is also cute. So I'm surprised we're Ooh. rolling as many cutes as we are. But yeah, uh, seeing as this is I a performance-related thing. It could also be smart because I'm doing a robot, I guess. True. Uh, I, I think performance probably would fit better. Unless, well, you're, go really unless you're going matter. to in detail about the smarts. Like, yes, I have... <laughs> uh, I, I coded myself in C. Like, something like that. Yeah. It doesn't really matter because it's a 4 plus 3 is 7. I've been rolling a lot of 4s. I should probably switch dice. Ooh, yeah, that's a, that's a oof. Um, let's see. That... If it makes you feel any better, I'm rolling for everybody else's performances, and they're all garbage as well, so... <laughs> These poor, poor people who are the judges. Yeah, it's a oof situation. Uh, so your your thing with Spoink was how many points? Uh, seven. Seven points. So your performance is... Uh, okay? Is maybe stretching it. <laughs> yeah. However, Spoink's performance, I rolled a one. So oh, Spoink's no. performance is garbage. Not able to act at all. Um, basically sort of just not even, up. barely even saying anything. Yeah, Spoink just kind of sits there like, uh, uh, um, um, I'm sorry, I don't know what you are. Are you, are you supposed to be like a robot or something? I, I am understand. a robot. Okay, but like, where's the, like, not in the scene at all. She's very yeah, much yeah. critiquing like, but where's the app builder? What about the I'm, students? You're I'm, robot operated, not a robot. Oh my gosh. Like, I'm a not, not, robot. not yes okay. ending at all. Um. Um, okay, I think that's where the seven comes in as well, because this makes Sparkle just incredibly insecure. Like, she just thinks, like, it, that it's her that did it wrong, and, like, I'm I'm sorry, we can do your thing. C can you can you do your thing? Um... Or I can do a thing that's also fine, I can do a different thing. I can do a thing where I'm the student and you're, like, the robot app thing, or, or not. It's up to you. It's... Uh... Um... Ding! Time's up. So that was a thing that happened. Um, mm -hmm. That was you with Spoink. Um, Floet and Coughing go next. They have a... <laughs> Floet has a performance that's about as good as yours. Coughing's is slightly better than uh, yours from that perspective. But overall, we can tell that you guys aren't exactly professional improv people. <laughs> um, These four judges. So let's see. We'll, let's see. We have Spoink and, Spoink and Floet go next. Both garbage. Spoink again comments about, but your idea is a good idea. And Floet's just kind of sitting there like, I, I don't know what to do anymore. And so that shuts yeah. down terribly. Um, Spoink is just rolling horrible, isn't she? Spoink has rolled. <laughs> Spoink has rolled. Uh, we'll do the final one with coughing. Uh, Spoink actually tries this time. That's about all I can say. Spoink's oh. overall rolls were uh, a one, a, sorry, two ones and a four. So. Oh no. <laughs> So with each pairing, so that's that's kind of a big oof right there. Yep. Um, <laughs> At least I'm not yeah, the so only one. Yeah. So overall, won. overall, Spoink's entire performance history isn't great. Uh, Floet tries to do something with Spoink, doesn't really work. Does something with Coughing, it's okay. Coughing's performances are pretty consistent at being about mid tier. Do and I need to roll speaking, for the other two? Uh, yeah. So we'll do yours now because I just did all of theirs in a row, so I don't have to do that on my okay. own time. Uh, so your next performance will be with Floet. 
She is, she was like modern day princess. She was, mo she was Dutch. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I am sticking with this. Sure. She's the Dutch princess. She's the Dutch princess. Uh, your uh, random idea generator, oh my gosh, this is perfect. Uh, random idea generator says, an offline news delivery service for cat owners. That's amazing. So uh, um, where, do you, where, do you, where does the scene that. go from there? Is it cute again? What's up? Is it cute again? Yes, it would be cute again. Well, that's a 10, so it's a mixed. Sure. I think these um, rules are more of just like how they rank. So like a 20 is like a masterful performance. A 1 is a garbage performance. 10 is a mixed performance. You know, that sort of thing. So Yeah, but it helps uh, to sort of base the actual performance yes, yeah. on the number. Sure. Uh, uh, what was the rule again? So 10. 10. I, I brought the folders. We should, like, I, I printed the books. The cat books. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, so we should we should get started with that. And this scene actually goes mm -hmm. semi-successful. Like, it is not a bad scene. We make jokes about Meowth and about, yeah. yeah. Like, all the obvious, obvious cat jokes. Right. It's, it's actually something, though, as opposed to not being something. Yeah. We make so many, like, horrible cat and meow puns and yeah yeah but at, at the very which least which is weird tell, because like, by, with pokemon cat pokemon are just different pokemon so we're basically making jokes about other pokemon <laughs> species hey hey you ever see the uh the meowth the other day what's up with that it's like what's up with airline food what's up with meowth like <laughs> yeah exactly um but overall it's actually a scene like it was something watchable which is more impressive than most of the things that have happened today so hey. uh good job and then everyone else goes through their scenes, and the final pairing is you and Coughing, your best friends, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yep, because th there's been nothing wrong about that. So this is an online advertising service for cab drivers. <laughs> okay. They do, like, their online and, and machine stuff and stuff on this website. Yeah, I, I think this is uh, I think this is for concept workshops for, like, business meetings. So when you're trying to, like, uh... think ideas on that. I'm, I'm slowly realizing that. But there you go. There is the... That's fine. An advertising service for cab drivers. Uh, so go ahead and roll your cute again. Ooh, nice. That's 18. 18, sweet. Miss Coffin, can I speak to you for a second? Uh, yeah. So I have this idea, um, and it's basically like you go online and you find your cat. And when you take that cab, you get online points. But like, that's cool. But like, why? Oh, don't bother. Don't worry about it. It will be a great business opportunity. Uh, we'll just sure. call it yeah. Caps on Maps. Sure, I, I guess. It's like it's like it's a performance that's very much driven by you, if that means mm -hmm. anything. But overall, your acting skills are definitely seen in this. If we can see the character, you've you've picked a character, you've decided on that character. You know the role that they play, where they are, the setting, everything like that. Like you can build a world around you, which is very nice. Uh, and that is the <laughs> acting portion. You've done is your that acting also not, That's also the first time it happens, <laughs> like, out of all the actors, isn't it? That This is the highest roll by a wide margin. Nice. Uh, the next highest roll was a 12, so, like... <laughs> I mean, I rolled a natural one for a big portion, though. <laughs> that is true. Uh, so let me pop that there. Sweet. So, uh, that takes care of that. The acting portion is now complete, and... Uh, just like last time, we have, um, I've already forgot his name, Alex, uh, what's his name? Alex Ursumar. Alex Ursumar gets up and, uh, claps, like, oh, well done, well done, well done, that was very nice by, by all of you. Now, 
the final aspect is moves. Of course, I, before he does that, I take a I take a bow and my nose just sort of touches the stage and. <laughs> <laughs> now, of course, classic contests uh, require there's a moves component for that, and I think we can we have enough room here. Uh, so, let's do a contest with the moves. Now, uh, we'll have three rounds, and uh, us three will judge points at Ginny points at uh, a character to the left who's basically been wearing a hoodie this entire time. You can't even see who they are and <laughs> himself. So us three will judge and uh, basically uh, we want you to use different moves that you have and try to show them off. How Not just necessarily how powerful they are. This, um, this, this theater has been through uh, literal wars. So uh, you know, earthquakes and all those sort of things. Uh, avalanches, fun things the like that. So is, we've, has it is it gonna survive sparkle valid question <laughs> but so feel free to use the moves to your heart's convenience and show off your creativity with these and uh without further ado we will begin um we'll start off with uh spoink so spoink is going to use let's see spoink is going to use confuse right why not so this we're going to do more like a battle though it's not a battle uh so i'll be rolling against the accuracy to see if it hits, and then rolling for the damage to show how powerful this is, right? So, in this case, Confuse Ray is just a roll to see if it hits, so we do that. Uh, I did not hit. Oh boy. Spoink <laughs> started off so well. Aww. Uh, Spoink tries to go for Confuse Ray, but doesn't seem to be doing much of anything. Like, the Confuse Ray starts and then just stops. Um, Would Spoink you say any? that the judges yeah. are just a little bit confused about why they're doing this? I can't tell if that was a pun or not, and therefore... I don't know. <laughs> it was. Oh, man. Uh, Apparently oh. not a very good one, though. Oh, man. All right, let me put that over there. So we have Spoink. We have Bloette. We have the Coughing. We have the Sparkle. The Sparkle. The Sparkle. So Confuse Ray does not work. Uh, Floet. Floet, what do you do? Floet's going to go for Razor Leaf. Let's see if it hits. That does hit. And... We'll roll for damage. The higher the damage, the more spectacular and creative it is, is my interpretation of it. So, let's see. We got... So, we're just going to roll damage. No need to add, like, attacks and special attacks and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. uh, so, with this race relief, rolling a 16 out of a potential 20. That's 80%. Yeah, that's pretty good. So, Floet starts creating leaves and starts making special... Ooh, what was the thing? Like, uh, Floet's able to control the leaves even after they go past. It's not just a straight line. So, Floet's able to using its magical powers, I guess. Uh, turn it into, like, little loops of, and yeah. designs, and they're, like, it's almost like a, um, oh, what are they called? Like, the, the flag-waving things, like, the long mm -hmm. flags that's, uh, an event. Yeah, I well, get streamers, what you mean, that's I just thing. don't know. Didn't... Yeah, so Floet's basically using the Razor Leaf as her own streamers and doing special moves with that. Um, so that is a success for Floet. Uh, now it is Coughing's turn. Coughing is gonna go for Assurance. Is not going to go for assurance. Coughing has missed. So now it is Sparkle. Sparkle, what are you? All right. So it's damage based. So special moves aren't like interesting here, right? It's solely based on the damage dice. All right. Um, in that case, I guess we're going for. And do I use the the plus that it has here? The plus meaning. Uh, so it says damage dice two di two d six plus eight or two d six plus ten. Yes, yeah. So it's 2d6 plus 10 would be 10, and then you roll your d6, add that. 
Okay, so and uh, then I have refrigerate, which means says normal type moves become ice type moves. Damage base increases by one. Um, so would that make for round, which is a normal move and now has plus eight? Would that make it plus ten because it's an ice type move? Is that how? Uh, it works? So the yeah, the base would increase from I think it's six to seven. Yeah, the and then base. I get plus one, so it's still like plus. So then it would be plus ten. So so, the, so when the damage base goes up, there's a specific area called power, I believe. Mm -hmm. um, so that would increase by one, and that increasing by one changes the dice. All right, so that's plus 10, and then I get an extra plus one because the damage base increases by one as well. No, no, it's just uh, just just the damage base increasing by one. Okay, because the ice type thing doesn't like do anything here. Yeah, that's something that you would have to calculate on your end. Um, okay, but so in this in case, case because round, so round is a uh, is a base six, correct? Damage yeah, base of six, power six. Then it would be seven. So yeah, so it would turn to seven, so it goes from two d six plus eight to two d six plus ten. Yeah, yes. and then it, so you would roll two d six plus ten. Yeah, that puts it on um, on on the level with Aurora Beam. Yeah, sure. Um, actually, yes, she's gonna go for round because my Sparkle loves to sing, even though she's not there. Is so she's gonna try off. Her singing, try and show off her singing. Sure. And so first, uh, <laughs> we'll see what happens, I guess. Yeah. Uh, first, you roll for accuracy. So that's a d20, and you have to beat whatever the accuracy roll is. Uh, so accuracy is six. Do I add anything to this? Uh, it's straight up. All right. So that's a 10. So that beats. Yep. Okay. Now you roll for just the damage dice. So in this case, because of refrigerate, it's plus one, which means 2d6 plus 10, right? Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. Let's go for pink and blue sparkly dice here. That's that's not too bad. That's um, seven plus ten, so seventeen. So seventeen. It's originally two d six plus ten. It's literally right? the most average thing I could have rolled because with two d six, like the the number you're gonna roll most is seven. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I think how the ice like she starts singing, and it's it's not necessarily pretty singing, even though she's trying to make it pretty. Um, but it's way too loud because like she was singing when she was just a tiny Amora and then it was kind of cute. But now she's a huge, huge, huge Aurora's, but she kind of forgets that when she sings. So it gets really loud. Um, and also because of Refrigerate, what happens is as she sings, it's kind of like Elsa in, in, in Frozen, where it's sort wonderful. of the ice starts spreading around her because of the, which is the Refrigerate happening. Right. Um, I, I think it goes well not perfect but well so it's, it's it's like impressive that like your singing is causing the seats to freeze and like everyone's on the edge of their seats type of you're almost building the tension Try, by freezing their trying butts. not to get frozen as well yeah you're building tension by making sure that they don't freeze their butts so yes uh but overall and it's very loud and not yes. necessarily like maybe some cracks start forming there. um also, the lovely thing about round is that you can't just stop doing round. Oh, is it one of those moves that lasts multiple turns? Yeah, let me look it up. Uh, I thought so anyway. I think it, it doesn't say here, so I, I might be u looking at the wrong thing, but I thought it was like a consecutive thing where you kept using it. Uh, this move increases your power when used by different Pokemon on your side in a single turn. When round is used by multiple Pokemon, the Pokemon will immediately use it regardless of speed or pri priority. Um, each consecutive use of this move has the power doubled up until uh, it hits the maximum of 240. 
No, that's all in the same turn. I think I'm. Using, oh, so I'm is it is it if you move. use the move again and again? It's it's not like um not like thrash where you're locked into it. It's more like building on top of each other, like fury cutter or something. Oh, that might be. I I thought it was like a repetitive thing, but apparently not. It's apparently okay. if more Pokemon use it in the same round, it builds power. Oh, uh, okay, I see. So it go, it can go up to 240 because uh, there's four Pokemon and then 60, 180, 240. Yeah. That be it? It okay. just doubles constantly. Okay. Um, sure, so in that case, the so round still works. It's the way 60, 120, 240. Got, okay, gotcha. Um, anyway, so that's the first round over. I don't know if I mentioned this earlier, but the, the rule that I'm that I'm saying is that you have to show all your moves. So you can't use a move again once you've used it one, once. Oh, no. <laughs> That means uh, we're getting an earthquake. <laughs> hey man, we will uh, we will get to that when we get to that. <laughs> <laughs> so next up is the Spoink for the first first turn of round two. Uh, Spoink is going to go for Psybeam. Now let us see if Psybeam hits. Psybeam does not hit. Oh my gosh, that's another failed move. Poor Spoink. Uh, Spoink has basically lost it. Uh, any Spoink. any hope that Spoink had uh, seems to have gone away. Bloette, I think however. she's just desperate after those performances and very ashamed of herself and, and like completely stuck in her own head now. Yeah. Uh, lack of control seems to be an issue because the improv thing makes it lack of control on her part. And she's like, oh, I don't know what to do. Um, Floet is going to go for fairy wind. Oh, nice. Floet barely gets by with a seven. Okay. That does beat the accuracy roll of a six. And it's one D eight plus six. Two plus six is eight. So it's... A fairy wind that you know does something. Uh -huh. You you can you can sense the air feeling lighter if that means anything. Uh, you almost see pink. You almost see pink in the air if that makes any sense. Like everything seems to be more rose tinted. Um, but ultimately, nothing really impressive at the end of the day. Uh, that leads us to coughing our wonderful friend who uh, has quickly turned into a rival for you for some reason. Um, <laughs> we are going to go for. Clear small. Toss that out there. That will hit. That's at least good for them. Uh, it's one d8 plus eight. That's a one. Ooh. So nine so, of the sixteen. What, so are are we gonna do five rounds of this? How is that? Three gonna... rounds. Three rounds. Okay. Yes. Uh, and it needs so the clear to be smog, damage moves. It doesn't have to be. Um, but it's easier on my end if it's damage moves. <laughs> because I'm very um tempted to use Angkor next uh, to just sort of slow clap at the coffee. <laughs> uh, you <laughs> but, can. But that doesn't do any damage. I'll stick to my damage moves. It's fine. I mean, there is. I have a way in mind of calculating this if it's not damage-based, but uh, it also does work if it's damage-based. Regardless of all that. Anyway, um, the the coughing uses the, cl the clear smog, and it's not clear. That's, that's the best way I can describe it. No, um, I don't think I don't think Sparkle is enough to do that. Ooh, can I say <laughs> that in your podcast? I'm sorry. Uh, I will I will I'll bleep it out with the sound of an Amoris. Okay. That's what I've done uh, for other episodes. Is just uh, replace them with the Pokemon <laughs> sound. Um, it is now your turn, though. Um, I think that um, Sparkle is going to make things sparkle, so she's gonna go for an Aurora uh, Aurora Beam. Okay. Uh, go ahead and roll like... the accuracy. That's a six. Is it meets beats or how does this it? It has to beat. Okay, so it doesn't. It meets. It doesn't beat. Okay, so that's a miss then. Mm, so uh, how how would you miss Aurora Beam? I, I think it like 
it does work, but it works a little bit too well in true sparkle fashion. <laughs> so, like, she she does her beam, she loads up, she starts, like, and she's hyping herself up, right? She This is going to be the, the best beam that they've ever seen. It's going to be the best. It's going to be so great. It's going to be super sparkly. I'm just going to load up as much as I can. And, I, and she just sort of pumps herself up, and then she lets it loose, and it just goes, like... And but her head, but it's so strong that her head sort of shoots back and it goes up into the ceiling and through all the lights and stuff that all the stage lighting oh, and boy. then out the freaking roof. Oh boy. Well, uh, okay, so that happens. <laughs> um, she's she tries. That's true. She does try. So uh, <laughs> that happens um, and it misses. Unfortunately, it is now Splink's turn. Splink has gone for a sigh wave and has finally hit. Um, and so you see special psychic waves that are flowing out, sort of doing a dance on its own. Like Splink is bouncing, and as it's bouncing, the psychic waves are bouncing as well. So it's almost like Splink is in a river, or not a river, a pond, and just bouncing and building the ripples. And then we have Floette. Floette is going to go for the Vine Whip. Floette is doing so well at this portion. Well, I'm glad you said that, because guess who missed? Oh no. Uh so it tries to go for a vine whip, but at this point, I think is almost too tired to be able to do it. So it just kind of summons a vine. It's just like, eh, barely does a whip. It doesn't. You don't even hear the crack, so you know it's. She not just good. she just peaked too soon and like got super exhausted. Pretty much, yeah. Uh, finally, is coughing. Coughing is gonna go for smog. That does hit. So that is one d six plus five. D six plus five. That is a two. So that is seven. So there. Um. So. Hey, the smog is... Yeah. I think Sparkle is a little bit OP. Well, okay, so I do have a way of balancing it out. Um, wow, my voice <laughs> is right. cracked. Um, but there is a way that, that that it balances out, so it's not based solely on the damage roll, otherwise um, this would exactly. be very quick. Uh, so the smog happens, and then this time, just because I think it's hilarious, uh, now that the coughing has gone for a regular smog, it's now clear. So it's like, why? What? <laughs> what just, are you doing? Yeah. You just switched them around. Um but that has happened. It is now finally the final turn for Aurorus. As we, right. uh, what's the game plan here? So I think Aurorus like Sparkle means to go for Mist because that's like that's the thing she knows she can do. But she is very like nervous and excited, and it's the very last thing for the contest. So she's trying to pump herself up, but then like the Aurora theme failed, and she's she wants to apologize for that, and she's just so excited that she's sort of can't help herself and starts bouncing on the stage and bouncing and bouncing and an earthquake sort of kind of maybe sort of happened. So, well, I'm sorry, what? Sort of kind of maybe? <laughs> yep. As in, she doesn't mean to do an earthquake. It just happens. Oh boy. Um, okay. So, uh, go ahead and roll the accuracy for earthquake. We, we can't give her this move and expect me not to use it. Uh, self-control? I don't... No. This, by the way, is a 19. Oh, so that, that, that hits all right. Um, so that's 3d8 plus 10. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, d8. I have, like, two sets of dice here, but I have, like, a whole bag of dice here as well. I have 20 dice. Let me find a third d8. Because, obviously, I have to roll all of, them, all of them at the same time. There we go. Remind you what, was it, what it was again? Sorry. 3d8 plus 10. 3d8 plus 10. Uh, so that's uh, 24 damage. 
24. Jeez. Uh, so you start bouncing, and then uh, and then the characters next to you start bouncing. And then the stage seems to be bouncing, and now everybody's bouncing. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm uh, sorry. I, I, ah. And uh, you cause an earthquake, surprisingly enough. Um, <laughs> just make sure. The big question uh, is here. Does yes. Does the stage does the stage have 24 hit points? Um, I'm gonna roll and see how many hit points it's got. I will give it the opportunity <laughs> to have 20. Uh, not a great sign. Uh-oh. Really not a great sign. Uh-oh. All right, let me do the math real quick. I just rolled every dice I have uh, to see what it was. So theoretically, it should. I mean, if there's a d10 in there, unless you roll two zeros, chances are pretty good of it having more. So than I, I did say for the other d10, I would take the, the number instead of the, uh -huh. like, I'd take 50. I wouldn't take 50. I'd take five. Um, so what that said, he had 32 hit points. <laughs> <laughs> so basically there's just sort of like a crack in there under her where the, the like you know how sometimes wood doesn't completely crack right through but it's bent and it's just hanging on by because right. the fibers are interlocked not gonna cool. lie i was so, kind of hoping she'd fall through the stage i feel like her one of her feet break through just yes 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 please you don't you don't break the entire stage, but you do break like one of the, one section. Your foot falls through, so now Aurora is just kind of leaning to its side, trying very hard not to not to move from her place so that the judges don't see that she's stuck. Yeah, it's like your back leg too, so you're just kind of like, you, it's almost like your shoulders are out. Just like, oh look, I'm uh, just I'm just stretching permanently. Yep, I'm fine. Not you know, just hoping that we'll won't be sent backstage while they do the thing where they deliberate about who won maybe speaking of uh yes we're gonna go deliberate and figure out who won so <laughs> uh so now it is time for me to do math and i have already done so you did as like... they deliberate on the outside uh the spoink who sort of has realized that they've kind of screwed up a little bit and it's like um I, I, i'm sorry that i wasn't a great improv partner to you three. You're you're totally fine. Just, you know, next time remember my 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 acting teacher, she is really cool, you know. But but she she told me that with improv you always have to say yes and. And and for next time, you should maybe rem you if you remember that, you're going to be totally fine because like you're a really really nice person and you probably really know how to act. It just didn't come out. Yeah. Maybe I'll try again next time. Uh, coughing meanwhile. <laughs> try again, you, please. We all know I'm gonna be the one that gets the blue. So, like, <laughs> have fun. And then Floet's like, I, I, I thought this was a really good try. Um, we did very well. Yeah, we all you... tried really hard, right? And and she's like, Sparkle is still surreptitiously trying to get her foot out and failing. <laughs> Uh, I don't know why, but my Floet, who uh, we've established as Dutch, has like a slight hint of an Irish accent in there. So. <laughs> Not sure why, but we're rolling with it. <laughs> anyway, so you two, you four are discussing uh, coughing being the I'm not your friend, maybe, no, type of character. Mm -hmm. uh, it's kind of sitting to the, it's like off to the side, but like listening into your conversation as you three are all like, bro, my acting teacher did this, my acting teacher did that. Whoa, I got this, I had that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just having a fun conversation. Yeah. I feel like the other two are significantly nicer. Uh, we may have established that already. Anyway, after all of this talking and discussing and lifing, we reach a conclusion. Dun dun. And so. That was uh, probably audio have... crimes, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. Um, 
So the the judges pop out, and uh, again, you have the, the we have Ginny, the Dratini. We have uh, Alex Ursamoir, the director, and we have Hoodie Man, which we don't know yet. Um, yes, so uh, I I thought that normally I would be the one to present the, the results to the winner, but um, I, I think you should do it, shouldn't you? Turns to the Hoodie Man. The Hoodie Man takes off his hoodie, and it's Lynn Bunnell, the Bonneton <laughs> character. Whoa. So Sparkle can't help herself, and she starts sort of, like, stamping her front legs in excitement, forgets that she is still stuck in the in the stage <laughs> fall, like sinks a little bit deeper realizes this stands, stands upright and just sort of like sparkles literally at him like. uh, Lynn Bunnell who I've not established a voice yet but, voice yet, but I, I think I have an idea um, I mean it's kind of nasal thing, I think probably something like that um, yeah so uh, this was a lot of work I understand that and I, I really do appreciate all of you for trying out uh, thank you very much again. I, I do, I do really want to thank each of you. So, uh, Spoink, thank you very much. I didn't, I, I realized I didn't give the other characters names, but also, they don't matter. So, um, Spoink, <laughs> thank you very much. Floette, thank you very much. Coughing, thank you very much. Sparkle, did, did you get shorter? Anyway, uh, thank you very much. Um, so after a lot of deliberation, and, uh, we, we, we really tried, but this was a hard position to depict, but, um, with the highest score out of all the things t totaled together, um, we have chosen Sparkle. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Stamp feet, sings, sings in deeper, tries to pull her leg out, realizes she's stuck. Oh my god! I can't believe this! Oh my god! Oh my god! Are you sure this isn't a mistake? Are you sure? Is it really on your paper? Uh, oh my yep. god! Lynn Bonnerell Miranda is speaking to me! Yep, um, so <laughs> that's, yeah, uh, thank you very much again, everybody else, um, but we have chosen Sparkle, uh, feel free to come back later for more auditions, Sparkle, I believe we have to discuss your lines and compensation. Mm-hmm, com com compensation? Are you, uh, okay, yes, um, yes, I'm, I'm, I'm a professional, I can, yes, yes. Compensation, of course there's compensation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that that just happened. Um, she's lucky she's it, adorable. Basically. Uh, <laughs> um, but that pretty much wraps it up, I think. You have won the position. You have saved the day. You've, you've, you've become Sparkle. You've become the Sparkle as opposed to Sparkle. So, ta-da. We, we flash it forward. So is it on Broadway? Is it on Broadway? Um, it's on uh, Waterway. <laughs> Fair. Uh, <laughs> so we flash forward to later that night, and uh, the King's Quest, King's Quest Three, uh, the play is beginning. And right before the show begins, I don't know if you're nervous. Are you just looking around? Are you waiting for something? I mean, I think like she she finally managed to pull herself loose probably at some point and i think she's like until like a fairly late second still sort of trying to trying to fix the stage i feel like the the other people like the actual stage hands have probably fixed it by now but there's like a clear place where the wood is a different color it's sure. just like yep yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that's, where. that's where it was right there. <laughs> uh so right before the show begins uh 
is there is there anything you'd like to do beforehand or look for beforehand? Lynn Bunuel Miranda for an autograph <laughs> and a picture. Uh, I feel like he has already given this to you. <laughs> Best day ever. And the show begins as we zoom in to the beginning of the story. We look at the wizard's tower where a young ooh. Uh, Pokemon would be a good uh, g- general protagonist. Mm, let's see. Uh, what's the princely looking frog starter again? The frog starter? The first one that comes to my head is uh, Froakie. You have like, that line? Yeah, one of their... I think Frogadier? There's one of them that's like very much... Uh... So Frogadier is the second one. Um, that's the one yeah. that doesn't have its tongue sticking out, basically. Let me just... Because there is the... Yeah, let's go with the frog of the year. I think that makes a good prince. Especially because cool. it's a frog. <laughs> sure. So there's a frog of the year who is uh, walking out of the wizard's tower as the play begins. Uh, rather than going through the entire plot of King's Quest 3, which uh, I don't know if you or anybody else knows, but King's Quest is an actual like game franchise that I just decided to pull. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I didn't know that, actually. Uh, it, it's, it's such a good... It's an old franchise, but it's... Um, oh, anyway, so... We flash forward way into the end of the play because uh, the princess shows up basically the last like ten minutes. Um, <laughs> and you, uh, the 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 plot is this: is that the the prince, uh, your brother, is coming in, going to uh, seek in secretly sneak in, defeat a dragon, and untie you to be like, hey, I know we haven't met ever, but I'm your brother. And it's like, whoa. <laughs> is she was she captured by a high dragon? Mm. I guess in this case, yeah, if we're Pokemonizing it, the dragon is being played by High Dragon. So High Dragon uh, is sitting here like, we will, we will now sacrifice you in the name of us, and we will become rulers, yeah, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Evil talk here. And then all of a sudden, you see as you're tied up on stage, which is very funny because a nine foot tall creature is now tied up on stage. But also, uh, your and your also bands she's are she's bigger than High Dragon, and also yeah, her brother exactly. is a is a frogadier. <laughs> Uh, we don't need to think about all that. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, you see, though, the dragon, all of a sudden, as, as you look up towards the sky, it begins to rain, and then the thunderstorm, and then lightning strikes the dragon, the dragon falls down, and the frogadier magically appears. It's like, hello, sister. Brother? It is I, Prince Alexander. Brother, you saved me! Yes, now let us go back to the kingdom and repair it from the ground up. Yes, let's do it! And uh, Frogadier unties you, and you walk off stage. That's basically it. <laughs> like I said, it was a very short part. Mm-hmm. But uh, there's a ne- there's a next there's there's part four coming. There is part four coming. Uh, we flash forward to the end of the entire play. The family is back together. Peace is restored in the kingdom, and life will continue to uh, grow over time. And uh, the play ends. Everyone steps out. You know, does the normal bow thing. Sparkle's head literally touches the st- stage as she bends like her very long neck. Uh, and you see in the tall people's crowd is the best way to describe it. Your mother and father who promised that they would be there. I, I think like as soon as she she's been trying, she's seen them as soon as she could. As soon as they as soon as she came on stage and she's been trying not to wave. But now she does. Only she's also bowing. So sort of like trying to keep upright. Trying to wave, but also she's still bowing, and ah! <laughs> and you fall, and you fall. Basically, everybody falls along with you. Yep. And because uh, <laughs> the bow, like the bow, what you call that? Garland, I guess. Sure. 
Like where uh, all the actors uh, make sure they're touching each other so they can synchronize the bowing. Sure, yeah, yeah. The the, the final the final bow, the curtain call or whatever it's called. Yeah. Um yeah. So everybody bows. They because you're you're holding on to everyone's hands, you fall down along with them and it's all a chaotic great it's, chaotic scene. It's as... right on top of the bit that was already weakened because my foot went through it earlier. <laughs> <laughs> so your foot so your foot smashes through it again. And uh-huh. uh and I'm once again stuck. <laughs> And uh, with that happy scene, we can end this episode. So the curtain, like all the actors walk off for the curtain closing and Sparkle is just still there trying to get her foot loose. I feel like that's a perfect way to end it. Yep. <laughs> Sweet. So uh, how did you enjoy, uh, I guess, Hamilton already in process? <laughs> that was so much fun. Uh, I'm glad to hear it. Uh, this is very much my style of, I don't know what's going to happen. We're going to figure it out as we go on. And uh we basically reinvented contest, which is something I was not expecting this morning when thinking about this. But yeah, it works. <laughs> yeah. How did um, how did you enjoy my utterly absurdly chaotic baby? Oh, it was fantastic. I like players that mess up, basically, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. And your entire character, to put it nicely, is a mess up. So. Oh yes. So uh, the first time nice. I played her was in a I played with her was in a, a Pokemon Monster of the Week one shot and they went to the theater and she literally got stuck in the chair while the theater was being destroyed by uh pokemon and they used (laughs) but and they they uh wiped butter all over her to get her out oh wow so you know Um, yeah so fun stuff like that (laughs) that'd be wild to think about um but that does end this special episode thank you very much for joining us today uh joining us uh, joining me today again thank you for having me more people this was such a blast. Um, because this is a special episode and you are the special guest, is there anything you would like to promote or talk about or where can people follow you? Just anything you want to toss out there, feel free to toss it out. So I'm uh, Ginny Voss on Tumblr and Twitter, which is G-I-N-N-Y-V-O-S. Um, I write sometimes, but like not a lot. Um, I play TTRPGs a whole lot. And but not anywhere notable. <laughs> uh, sure. I guess yeah. So you know. Anything else? Anything else you want to promote or? No, not really. I don't really like. I said not anything notable. Not a lot of stuff. Yeah, not a problem. Uh, thank you very much for watching, everyone. We hope that you have enjoyed. Again, follow Ginny on all those places. If they aren't in the description, uh, so you listening right now, check right now if that stuff is in the description. If it's not, I need you to yell at me when this episode comes down. <laughs> I demand. Because uh, if it's not in there, that it, it should be in there. Uh, I will just yell. Person. It's just going to be a bit hard to hear because there's this whole Atlantic Ocean between the two of us. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but all the same, uh, thank you very much once again. Ginny's a fantastic person. I'm glad that she was finally Aww. able to guest on the show. I'm going to be honest. I've been thinking about this for a while now just because I know your characters are bonkers, to put them mildly. So thank adding you. that chaos is uh, such a blast for the show, and I'm glad to hear it. Uh, that that you've enjoyed at least thank you so much it was it was like a blast and we've played together as players before but it was really great seeing you as a gm see i'm not a real gm i just yes you are i'm an improv guy disguising as a gm i mean i'm not even that disguising as a gm or a player or anything like that like you have more credits than i do i I guess technically Um, but yes, thank you very much, everyone, for listening. We hope that you have enjoyed. I have been your PM, your DM, your GM, Anaru himself. And I'm Ginny. And until next time, everyone, take care.
Bye bye. Also, watch out for uh, holes left by Aurora Sarthus. <laughs> yeah, please, like, don't just step on stages. They might be a little, you know, weakened. This is Anaru, the GM, PM, DM of Not A Scratch, and thank you for listening to this special episode, part of our one-year anniversary of Not A Scratch. Be sure to follow us, subscribe, and do all those important things you ought to do when supporting a podcast. If you've enjoyed the episode and want to support us in any way, shape, or form that you can, the best way to do so is to share us with your friends. As mentioned previously, we're celebrating our one-year anniversary of the show. We've got a year's worth of content just waiting to be discovered, and you can help grow the show to bigger and better heights. Also, leave us a review on your podcasting platform. Reviews help to bring new people into our community and also give us advice on what we can improve on in the future. You can also follow us on Twitter at NotAScratchCast or email us as well at NotAScratchCast at gmail.com if you have any cool ideas to add to the podcast or just want to reach out to us. We also have a Discord for NotAScratch and have a bunch of awesome people that have joined. Join to help build the NotAScratch community. We want to thank GlitchX City and Tabletop Audio for their music throughout this episode. If you'd like to check out their amazing music, please click their links in the description below. We also want to shout out our patrons. We at Not A Scratch have a Patreon where you can get amazing extra benefits regarding the show and its future, including early access to episodes, special behind-the-scenes looks at what goes into the game, special newscasts from the Alcast region, and more. You'll also be recognized during the show. Thank you to our guild interns, Ginny, Harper, Fuego, Alchemage, and Ursa93, and thank you to our guildmaster, Eli. For more information, check out the links in the episode description, or contact us on Discord or Twitter. Once again, thank you for listening to our special episode. Until next time, everyone, take care.